Tactical Empathy Action, Assuming Good Faith, with Hideo Kojima. Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing partner of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And today I have a brief video for you. I really just wanted to talk a little bit about some things I had been seeing on how folks have interpreted uh, some tweets that were put out there by Hideo Kojima, who was famously the developer and producer and everything else for the Metal Gear Solid series and Metal Gear before that, left Konami in somewhat uh, acrimonious circumstances to form his own company, Kojima Productions, and is releasing Death Stranding later this year. And this story was really only brought to my attention after I saw it a little bit on my social media feeds. And then a Kotaku article was put up yesterday, which I think was a great article. I think it did a good job explaining why there maybe shouldn't have been the issue here that a lot of folks were seeing. But I really wanted to talk a little bit about the circumstances on the internet, on social media, that lead to something like this becoming a problem and why it shouldn't be. Why, in essence, we all need to take a more empathetic approach to reading things, to reading text, especially when it's limited to 280 characters or whatever it is on Twitter on any given day, because it is so easy to assume the worst in someone's statements that I would like to propose that we assume the best. Yes, people can take advantage of that. Yes, people can be bad actors. There's a lot of them out there. But if we assume good faith when we read these things, I think we all have a better more enjoyable experience online, and we get a better understanding of what people are trying to share with us and their perspectives. So I'm going to look at the tweets that were put out there by Mr. Kojima and had the negative responses that they did just to talk about them a little bit. And what we've got right now is one from two days ago. This is the main one that really caused all of the consternation among folks that I had seen respond to it online. And here's the tweet. Now understand, Mr. Kojima is Japanese. He's mostly tweeting out these messages in Japanese. That's part and parcel to what we're going to see in the Kotaku article. And then this is translated to try to give the concept of what he tweeted. But because of differences in characters in Japanese and what you can actually put into a tweet, a lot of the middle ground is lost. And ultimately, that's what Kotaku winds up talking about. I, however, don't want to limit this solely to translation issues. I don't want to limit this conversation solely to, oh, well, this went through a middleman, and if we had seen the original Japanese, we would have been less outraged. I don't think we need to do that. I think if we actually look at the language that's used here, maybe it's not a perfect one-for-one -one translation of what he was conveying, but it's also not this giant negative thing that people have seen. So let's take a look at what he tweeted. He says, a Hideo Kojima game means... The declaration of me doing concept, produce, original story, script, setting, game design, casting, dealing, directing, difficulty adjustments, promoting, visual design, editing, supervising the merch. And the main thing that came out of this was a lot of folks on Twitter, on social media, doing articles, doing Reset Era posts or what have you, that said, oh, Hideo Kojima says he's the only person that made Death Stranding, that he's the only one on the team that did anything, that he did game design, he did casting, he did all these things. And I think it's disingenuous. You look at this, you look at this tweet, and the main, the main concept here rests on the notion of what doing means. A Hideo Kojima game, meaning a game that has a Hideo Kojima game on top of it. Death Stranding, you can see that right on the picture there if you're watching this on video, says a Hideo Kojima game on top of the logo there. He wants to tell people what it means. What is the guarantee? 
He views himself as a brand, that he is of value, and he's right, in all honesty. Hideo Kojima is a name in video games that does attract both investment and game players to the product. So I think in terms of his branding, he's right on this. But he wants to tell you what it means, because it doesn't mean other things. And he actually clarifies that later. We're going to look at that tweet in just a second. But he says, it means I did the concept. I did producing. I produced the, the game. I helped do the story. Oh, I just added that myself. You see, I say helped do. And maybe helped doing would have been better in this tweet. But the concept of doing is really what I want to get at. It's understood, at least as I read it. And if there's anything lawyers do, it's reading, right? We do reading comprehension and reading all sorts of things and read all those tiny fine print texts and 240 page contracts that a lot of folks don't want to read. That's what we do for a living. I look at this and say, doing should really be read there as I participate in, right? I helped do concept and production and original story and script and setting and game design, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because that's what he has to mean on this. Everybody understands it's a team effort. Everybody understands that Hideo isn't sitting back there coding every little bit, doing all the concept art and everything else. And to assume otherwise, to assume that he is trying to communicate something else, assumes his bad faith rather than his good faith. And again, what I want the overall thesis of this video to be is that we should try to do better to assume good faith. And if we assume good faith, we can see that doing means to be part of something. If you walk up to somebody at a mixing hour or a cocktail party or wherever else you might meet someone, and you have a few questions, you talk about the weather, you talk about the local sports teams, and then you say, hey, what do you do? And the person says, well, you know, I do insurance underwriting and I help write contracts. Do you mean you do all insurance underwriting at the company that you're at? Well, no, of course not. I'm part of the insurance underwriting uh, production people. But it's what I do. It's what I do for a living. And so what he means to say is he has his hands in all of these various things. And that's, that's good. That's what you would expect for somebody that's going to put their name on the product. And certainly it's important to him. He wants to give that guarantee to people that he has his hands in all these various aspects of the game. And he also wants to give the guarantee that he is involved in the game more than he might otherwise be. We see that in the update that he gives to his tweet later on. He says, I don't name this. I don't put a Hideo Kojima game on titles that I don't make original ideas, game design, or production for. He has worked with other people on games before where he hasn't put his name on it, but he has offered insight. He has served an executive role of some kind, and that's not this. This is a Hideo Kojima game. This is more of something like Metal Gear Solid that you can expect some of that quirkiness, some of those Hideo Kojima design elements to be a part of, but it doesn't mean he did everything himself. And that's what really I noticed when I looked at this. We're going to look at the Kotaku article, but... A lot of people were jumping on him, yes, because it was translated, but also because he's somebody to jump on, right? You see something like this on Twitter, you see something like this on social media, say, ah, perhaps that's a mistake that I can jump on. If I really read it the wrong way, I can look at it and say, oh, he is trying to take credit for the entirety of the game to the detriment of the rest of his team members and the rest of his production staff. And I think if you've got two even equal interpretations of a tweet, or an article, or a statement, or a speech, we would behoove ourselves as a society to try to look at things from an empathetic standpoint, to try to look at things from the positive viewpoint and say, okay, what is the positive way that he meant this? And clearly, 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 it's that he meant that he had his hands in this, not that he did it all himself. And so while it's fun to be on Twitter and to be snarky and to be outraged and all these things, 
I think overall it's doing a lot of folks a disservice. And it, and most importantly, if you like these communications from folks like Hideo Kojima, it is disincentivizing them from making any statement in the future because any single comma period semicolon word choice is going to be interpreted and going to be seen and tried to be looked at through as much of a negative prism as possible then maybe you just don't speak anymore maybe you just don't go on twitter anymore now hideo loves twitter i actually had to scroll for seemingly six minutes to get down to this tweet uh from two days ago because he loves to retweet he loves to like he loves to tweet out various things now, Kotaku brought in another tweet that I haven't seen commented on as much, but to, in order to make their article, I think they wanted to talk about translation issues and what it meant. Uh, and this is a tweet from about 10 days before the other tweet we dis just discussed. And it says, on December 16th, 2015, I became independent. No office, just a tiny room, no staff, no machines, nothing. All I had was this KGP logo, Kojima Productions logo, notepad and pen, and my own PC. I started to work on the concept while recruiting staffs, finding office in a game engine, had a dream and connection. That's all. And there's a lot of kind of Twitter responses to this tweet that say, oh yeah, you really are such an independent. You've got to deal with Sony and all this other thing. The kind of typical sarcastic negative approach to what he was trying to say here. Obviously, again, if we're taking that prism, if we're trying to look at things positively, going independent, whether or not you have uh, a brand name in an industry, whether or not you have connections to other folks, changing from becoming salaried to going into an entrepreneurial role is a big moment, is a big step, no matter how big you've become. I will tell you right now, I was a big firm lawyer for more than a decade. I was a partner. I was sharing in the equity, the profits of the largest law firm in Michigan. And I decided to step out on my own. Now we've done well. I had 13 years of experience. I had connections from my entire career to start this process off. It is still, to this day, exciting and terrifying in equal measure. Being an entrepreneur means you don't know where the next check is going to come from. You don't know exactly how you're going to feed your family next month or keep the lights on next year. And that is a different feeling. And so I empathize. I sympathize with Hideo Kojima on, I was at Konami. And yes, I was a bigwig and it all went sour and wrong. But when I went off on my own, for a number of days there. I didn't know where that financing was going to come from. I didn't know I was going to have Sony in my back pocket to help me bring this dream to fruition. I didn't know what engine I was going to use and anything else that I was going to do. He's celebrating the fact that his game is about to release and it didn't exist at all three years ago. And the fact that, yes, two people in a garage somewhere or doing it as a sidelight deal while they also work as bank tellers is also a great independent story. It doesn't take away from the fact that Hideo Kojima has done something that he didn't do before and that it is terrifying. You're doing something different. And I think we need to stop looking at people as their brand names, as their title, as their past successes, and look at them as people. I mean, if you look at it that way, especially in Japan, where you do have a very salaried culture, you maybe have a less emphasis on entrepreneurship than we do in the United States and other countries in the world, this was a very big step. And it's all right to tweet about that. And, and tweeting about your own personal successes and your own personal excitement doesn't need to be read as degrading another's efforts, successes, or what they've had to go through. And the problem that I have with all of this is that if you read this tweet as that, as saying, ah, I'm independent, I'm so great, nobody should 
Nobody should look at this as something that's backed by Sony or anything else. I bootstrapped this whole thing that you're taking away from what is a legitimate life experience of somebody else, primarily because they've already been successful and that successful people can't have life experiences. And we don't need to live that life. We don't need to live in a society that necessarily has to elevate some by the degradation of others and vice versa. This is a life experience that he's justified to have. He put it out there and he didn't mean to depreciate anyone else's experiences as best that I can tell. So we don't need to read it that way. Now, adding to this entire discussion is the fact that, of course, the tweets are translated. So Kotaku put up a great article yesterday, which was actually what brought this concept to my attention, called Hideo Kojima's controversial tweets are different in Japanese. And we're going to read parts of this, but the basic premise of this article is that if you had seen the Japanese, the original, and understood the original text, you wouldn't have gotten so outraged. You wouldn't have gotten so concerned. And we're going to look at this, but I'm going to tell you the Japanese language versions of these tweets are not so very different from the English versions. I look at this as essentially an excuse, an excuse to allow the outrage or to somehow permit it because, oh, now that we understand that there was some translation issues, it's not quite the same. Looking at the uh, actual Japanese tweet for this, Kotaku actually puts the translation and says, it is something along the lines of, uh, Kojima didn't write that he became independent. Instead, the original tweet was more matter of a fact. The company was established on December 16, 2015. There was no staff, no office, no equipment, nothing. I only had a Kojima Productions logo, a notepad, and a pen in my own computer. While coming up with the project plan, I recruited staff and looked for an office and a game engine, but I wasn't at zero because the only things I did have were a dream and connections. Now, the one thing that is obviously clear in kind of looking at the translation issue is you can fit a lot more concept into a Japanese tweet because of the way their characters work, because of the way their language works. But that doesn't take away the fact that the use of the word, I became independent, doesn't change the notion here, doesn't change anything else. And to read it as some kind of attack on indies or on the independent scene in gaming is to really try to take things and look at them through a negative prism, which in my opinion makes everyone more negative. It makes people that want to put information out there more defensive. It makes people that want to jump on that information, really see everything in the world through a negative light. And we don't have to do that. I want Hideo Kojima to keep talking about these issues. I want to have these conversations on Twitter and elsewhere. But right now, it's looking more and more like if we jump on things like this, and we have a long history of doing this on the internet, don't get me wrong, this one video in virtual legality isn't going to change how everyone behaves on the internet. But I do want to put my thoughts out there because I think we can do a better job of giving people the benefit of the doubt, having that reading comprehension, and really going forward and, and trying to see things positively. Very similarly, this was the main tweet we talked about and, and was the one that really brought this to my attention, was the tweet about whether or not he had his hands in every aspect of the game. And the original tweet actually says, according to the Kotaku article, that a Hideo Kojima game is a statement that he is involved with all these different facets, not that he is doing them all himself. Now again, reading that first tweet as, I am doing all these things myself, is to me disingenuous. You don't need to read the tweet that way, so don't read it that way. There's a precept in the law that basically says, we are not going to read ambiguities in a fashion that is unreasonable. We are going to try to read ambiguities in a contract or in a statute 
in the best manner that we can to make them reasonable. We are going to assume that everybody was not crazy and was trying to communicate something uh, of reasonability. In this case, Hideo Kojima is obviously not going out there and trying to create a big uh, foo-for-all and a big problem for himself. He's just trying to say what it is that his branding means. And yes, in Japanese, it's obviously better. Involved is better. It's more clear in showing that he means that he didn't do it all himself. But you didn't need to read doing as doing it all himself in any event, that we don't talk that way in real life. We don't say, you know, what do you do? And what I do is something that only I ever do. When I was at Big Law and I said I do corporate law, I didn't mean I didn't have associates that I worked with and partners that I worked with and everybody else and secretarial support and everything else that I did at that law firm, I didn't mean that I did it all myself. Now, Hogue Law is a little bit of a different matter, and we could talk about that sometime else. But basically, it's all right if we just assume for purposes of reading all these tweets, reading all this language, that he was operating in good faith. And that was the very short video that I wanted to do on virtual legality today. I basically just wanted to talk about an article that I had seen, and I really do like that Kotaku article. I think it is clarifying. I think that the translations could be done slightly better. But what I wanted to communicate was I don't think that should be a requirement, a necessity to communicate for someone that isn't an English as a first language speaker. I don't think it should be that we all jump on any miscommunication, on any word choice, on any punctuation usage in a tweet from a non-English speaking person, but also English speakers that I've seen a lot on Twitter. I haven't been involved in social media uh, for a long time. I really only started when I started my firm. But there are a lot of folks out there that try to jump on things, that try to jump on language that maybe could be perceived in a way that it wasn't intended. And I'd like to see that stop. I'd like to see people try to assume that the other party is acting in good faith and is not the evil that they think that they might be on the other side of the spectrum. That's been Virtual Legality for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, please subscribe. We talk about these things, video game related and otherwise, all the time. If you caught this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it on a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.